Hey y'all, this episode is brought to you by the Reclaiming Your Voice 12-week coaching program. I am so excited that I am finally getting this program out in the world. This is a 12-week intensive program that will guide you on this path to reclaim your voice by focusing on the specific area you are struggling with. You will work on identifying the root cause of unhealthy behaviors, reframe negative thoughts that are holding you back mentally and physically, create what I call a dimensional goal outline that will give you a visual of the goal you come up with that will be the focus of the 12 weeks, and you will identify and build your core values and your values just as I guide you here but on another level. Also, I am offering one-on-one coaching to work with you in a longer duration of time. You continue to let me know you are receiving value from the podcast because every week you show up and you show out. I know the Reclaiming Your Voice program or working with me weekly extensively will have you on your journey on a deeper level. If you are ready to do this work with me to reclaim your voice, you can complete an application online at Vernisa Williams ryv.com that's vernisa williams ryv.com the link will also be in the show notes i am so excited to hear from you now let's get to the episode episode 11 of the coaching through podcast starts now welcome to the coaching through podcast where we covering people pleasers codependent and lack of boundary doers hang out be vulnerable and take healing by the hand and say let's go i am your host vernisa williams aka v msw therapist and coach and it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space for women to work through their healing by reclaiming their voice I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people-pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. So this week, we are coaching through pre- and post-pandemic values. Here's the thing. Last year, along with this year, we have been challenged in extraordinary ways. Once I was ready to sit down and think about what was happening to the world in 2020, so many different layers surfaced in me. The shift I began to feel was overwhelming. I had no idea what was happening inside of me. But what I came to know is I did not want to be the same person I was once the pandemic is over. Now looking back, I can say I have made sustainable changes in my life and I am so grateful for that. And I will share later the significant value that came out of this for me. Last year, many of us held on to what was really important to us. So I wanna ask you, has your values changed the important dimensions of your life? The dimensions such as family, employment or education, traditions, your passions, routine, and hobbies. Have you experienced a shift in your thinking or the way you want to move within these areas? Do they hold the same weight and value as they have before? And because we all have different life experiences, that can mean what you thought was necessary for your life then is no longer. Or the things you were involved in was because a loved one did it, so you accepted the baton, if you will, and resumed their race. I wonder in this context of discussion, if you were to refer back to our definition statement 
that was given in episode two. In order for you to live a healthy life, your values must guide your behavior and decisions to what is necessary for you. David's definition now will give you a new perspective regarding your pre-pandemic values. Or maybe not. But for me, I would say yes. The way I see myself, the way I see my life and the world is now dissimilar. There was one value in particular that has gifted me with new perspective, and that value is advocacy. As a social worker, advocacy is what we do. We are about the work to fight for change in the very system we are part of, to promote human rights and well-being. But if I can speak for myself and a few more social workers in the field, shout out to my fellow SWs, it is a challenge sometimes to advocate for ourselves. What I am getting at is the value advocacy has downloaded and upgraded in me, and it's called self-advocacy. This past year has shown me that internally, I am on the front lines needing to be advocated for, but that must come from within. Recovering people pleasers, raise your hand with me. How often do we not advocate for ourselves by speaking up when we are mistreated? How many times we respond with an anxious, passive-aggressive snicker, and I quote, I will let that one slide this time. Only having to undergo it again and again, being considered last for decision-making, or your opinion is the last considered because they are used to you not using your voice in other interactions. Recovering codependent, where are you at? My hand is still up. I got your back. What about when you can't make up your mind if you should push towards returning back to academia after your children are grown up? So you seek approval of others who will validate the fear you already have, only to tell you, aren't you too old for college? Now you remove the small sense of excitement from your mind and forget all about it. My lack of boundary friends, my hand keep raising higher. The classmate who is struggling in class, always asking you to be a study partner. Even though that would be a help for you, it will also cause you to be up later than you need to be. So you decide to help, but during your drive home, you're stressed, having only three hours of sleep before your AM class starts. I have no idea why I keep using education examples. Ah, uh, hmm. What tests have you taken during this season you don't want to repeat? And how can your values help you with that? Let's move on. Advocacy. Advocacy has new meaning for me. I must advocate for my well-being, my mental bandwidth, my health, advocate for what I am willing to give freely, advocate for being present with myself. In case what I'm saying is causing you to have the thought, but that sounds so selfish. I will cast down that fear-based thought and reframe it for you. It's called self-prioritizing. Now let's talk post-pandemic. We have not received word that the pandemic is over officially as of yet. How has your pre-values advocate to you that your pre-behaviors and decisions to what is necessary for you need to be revamped? My value advocacy in post view is demanding me to speak up more, raise the volume, keep my feet planted regarding my beliefs and convictions for my life, see the big picture and defend it. And I will say this, 
the old and normal I hear about also seems to not consider the people who are living out their humanity may not want to return to their old normal because their old normal was hell. Some people are saying what the world encountered and is still encountering have saved their life because it allowed them to come out of a situation that if this did not happen, they would still be in those conditions. So normal is subjective and everyone is not down for the majority's cause. They are finally down for their own cause for once in their life. It took a tragedy to open their eyes to the unhealthy way that they were living and now they are ready to reclaim a new routine, reclaim a new tribe of relationships, reclaim forgotten opportunities, reclaim what has been barren in them because of the values they follow that are owned by others, and they are ready to reclaim their voice. Yes, I wanted to be a different person once this is over, but not only for me. I understand that when I see myself different, I see my world different. And when I see my world different, I see opportunity to change it. And advocacy will lead me on that mission. So my friends, will you give your pre-values permission to readjust and or better yet, seek within for any values that has transformed to a core value because the post you may want to teach the pre you a new way of living just for you. Next week, we are having our first visit by a colleague of mine, Ariel Ferk, and we are having a conversation about how parents can encourage healthy esteem in their children within diverse cultures to promote emotional wellness. I want to give a shout out to new listeners from PA, Chicago, Massachusetts, and North Carolina. Welcome. Leaving a review and five stars and sharing the podcast with someone you know will get the word out to more recovering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundary doers. And for those of you who have done that, thank you so much. And when you leave that review, I will give you a shout out on the podcast. Also, come over on Instagram at Coaching Through so I can give you a shout out via social media. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey and allowing me to be a part of yours. So until next time and after, take care y'all, be well and peace out.